0: A Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local podcast from the KMOX Newsroom, and you're in luck. It's the perfect way to get up to date. Our top local story on this Friday, March 17th. The back and forth in the Circuit Attorney case continues.
1: Attorney General Andrew Bailey has been granted his request for more time to add to the evidence he says he has, proving Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner should be removed from office for not performing her duties. Judge John Torbitsky is giving Bailey until next Tuesday to amend his quo warranto petition with added affidavits, documents, and other evidence. Circuit Attorney Gardner will then have 10 days after that to file a response. Bailey also asked the judge for a trial date sometime in June, but that remains to be seen. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News.
0: St. Louis Police Chief Robert Tracy says the pending pay hike for officers could help to get more officers to join up or stay on the force.
1: You know, we have a tentative agreement right now, so once we get it signed, I think that's going to help out with a lot of things, I want to congratulate uh, Mayor Jones on really Recognizing that, and then we can make us competitive, and you know, we'll start getting, we'll
0: retain our officers and we'll recruit more. With many retiring or leaving the force this year, the department now has fewer than a thousand officers. Construction on the new Francis hall North High School is facing escalating costs as the project has been plagued by missteps. Superintendent Dr. Kenneth Rompus told the board they were not kept in the loop as the project spiraled out of control. The change in scope from 380,000 square feet to 410,000 square feet and its overall impact on the cost of instruction, construction was not brought to the Board of Education for discussion or approval by the district administration. The new school is funded by Proposition S. Bonds and Dr. Rompus says he's open to an outside audit. Representative Phil Cristofanelli is calling for the state to look at the district's books. Paying respects to a fallen officer.
1: This is Stuart McMillan.
0: Detective Sergeant Mason Griffin with the Herman Police Department was killed in the line of duty Sunday, March 13th. He and one other officer, Adam Sullentrup, who survived, were shot by a wanted suspect at a gas station in Hermon. About 25 miles south of that city, a public visitation will be held at Owensville High School Gymnasium on Sunday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Funeral services to follow. A procession after that will roll from the school to his final resting place in Rosebud at the Emanuel Lutheran Cemetery. For those who saw the big plume of smoke rising up over the Metro East this morning, it was a shed at Petroff Towing on Collinsville Road that burned. Firefighters kept a distance as they poured water with the structure finally collapsing. No injuries are reported and the cause is under investigation. Seems there's a lot of hate in Missouri, at least when it comes to hate crimes. Missouri recorded
1: the highest number of hate crimes ever in 2021. That's the latest year for which statistics are available from the FBI. Of the 194 reported cases, more than half were racially motivated. The Missouri ACLU says it shows the rapidly escalating white supremacist violence seen in Missouri and across the nation. Kansas City reported the highest number of hate crimes at 39 compared to only nine reported in St. Louis. Experts say the number of hate crimes in the past was probably undercounted because law enforcement agencies didn't have to share their information with the FBI until the 2021 passage of the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News.
0: Another weekend, another game at the Dome for the new St. Louis football team, the XFL Battle Hawks. Brian Hall with Explore St. Louis is predicting 38,000 fans will be in the Dome for the game at 6 o'clock Saturday night. I think that they've already fallen in love with uh, the Battle Hawks and the XFL. They love the brand of football. Uh, the energy at the Dome at America Center last week was absolutely over the top. Cool. There's also a Saturday night game for the St. Louis City SC team at the new stadium that's expected to draw more than 22,000 fans. That game starts at 7:30. Yes. Families with children attending the St. Patrick's Day parade in Dogtown, many of them off school for spring break. KMOX's Kevin Colleen spoke with one group of young people. <laughs> yes. and, uh, well,
1: what does it mean to be Irish? Are you guys Irish?
0: No. Yes. Uh, yeah, our family.
1: It's awesome. When an Irishman meets another Irishman, can you tell? Probably. Probably by the smell of beer on their breath. Um, Green.
0: This was the 38th Ancient Order of Hibernians Parade in Dogtown. It's so popular, some parked in Forest Park by the Muni's upper parking lot to walk all the way over to Tam Avenue, where all the action was. The Campbell X Business Desk, the concept of ride sharing could be ending in Illinois as the State House passed a bill regulating the likes of Uber and Lyft, the same as any taxi service. Representative Patrick Windhorst says ride sharing has been a success because it's more affordable.
1: The costs involved aren't as great as they are with other entities. Uh, And so by increasing regulations or burdens on business, then we may drive them out or make them uh, less successful.
0: Proponents say paying customers all deserve the same kinds of protections. The bill now advances to the Illinois Senate. As we continue on KMOX, let's get a wrap-up of the big South by Southwest pop culture phenomenon in Austin, Texas this week. St. Louis had a big part to play and also the soccer excitement continues. St. Louis City SC is back on the pitch tomorrow and joining us on KMOX Is Matt Seebeck, the Chief Experience Officer for St. Louis City SC, with me and my Nothing Impossible co host, Travis Sheridan. It's good to be on this part of the show. Uh, Matt, tell us a little bit about the experience at South By for you.
1: Oh, it was great. It's, um, you know, I think representing, you know, not only St. Louis, but, you know, the new soccer club uh, was, you know, once in a lifetime experience. It's been, you know, me personally, about five years since I've been to, to South By there. You know, really, as as a fan and, and consumer of so much good content, but to, you know, to be there speaking was uh, uh, a bit surreal. So it was it was fantastic.
0: How do you describe for somebody who hasn't experienced this? I mean, the way it takes over the town, the breadth of just everything there is to to, to experience at South by Southwest. How, how do you describe this for somebody who's who's not familiar with it?
1: It's just it's really quite immersive. Like there's there's just no shortage of topics uh, to dive into. So no matter your interest, whether it's sports, tech, uh, film, architecture, uh, civic tourism, like there's really just something for everybody. And to have, you know, one place where, you know, there's experts from, you know, so many different disciplines and experiences is is uh, is is amazing? It's it's pretty amazing just to be there as a consumer, um, but also you know as, as a speaker this time. Well, Matt, I want to ask you. I mean, as the chief experience officer for the football club, the soccer club here, do you go to a, an event like South by and like keep your eyes on the experience and like look for things that you might want to bring back and implement for the soccer club? Hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that's what's been interesting about you know the team in general. Obviously owned by the Taylor family. Um, and coming really from more the consumer retail side with Enterprise Rent-A-Car is, I think we we have such an organization that encourages looking across industries and bringing patterns of behavior that you might not find in sports. So we looked a lot very early on at at theme parks and entertainment, and these sorts of big special events like South by Southwest are a great example of how you take, you know, people from all over the world, onboard them into the experience, you know, before they ever arrive through digital engagement and personalized communications and uh, provide personalized itineraries based on interest. So there really is so much to take from an event like South by just, as an immersive experience that, you know, that we can build into our stadium experience as well.
0: And Matt, at this time of the great migration, of course, St. Louis wants to put itself on the map. How do you think they, the St. Louis region did uh, just blanketing South by Southwest? It seemed like so many different panels had a St. Louis component. Uh, did St. Louis leave a mark?
1: I, I, absolutely. I mean, there were um, just, a, you know, our panel certainly was was made up of, you know, a small pocket of people that were from St. Louis and obviously interested in the topic, but, um, so many non-St. Louisans that I think you know have, have a, a bit of a different taste in their mouth about what we're doing in the region, and you know Greater St. Louis Inc. was well involved to put on quite a show there beyond you know our panel and the other panels, but a really you know at the Midwest House had a really a full show where people could stop by and you know listen to music, uh, taste some food, but really just soak in, you know, the different opinions from a lot of different leaders in the St. Louis community. So I think we showed up really, really well and look forward to, you know, what we're going to do next year. So speaking of experiences and a lot of fun, the soccer club is back on the pitch here in St. Louis on Saturday. Tell us what the fans can expect and what the city can expect with a chance to go (laughs) 4-0. I mean, the the on-field performance is Unbelievable. Um, and I, I don't think, uh, you know, candidly, even those internal to the club, uh, thought that it would, it would begin quite this well. Um, although we, you know, we have such a, a great playing philosophy and exciting attacking, uh, high intensity style. So it's always fun to watch, but going, you know, three and zero and a chance to go four and zero um, is, um, is, is pretty remarkable. But, um, beyond that, you know, the, the experience outside the, you know, the white lines, uh, I think people are really excited about. We have been, you know, building this experience for the last three years and wanted to make it, you know, in many ways like South by Southwest, a a reflection of all the great things going on in St. Louis. Um, So, you know, if you come to a soccer match and, you know, even if you don't know a ton about the game itself, it's a chance to, you know, eat some great food, listen to great music, admire the architecture of the stadium um, and really take those things in so that win, loss or draw, it's a moment of pride for anybody that steps foot in there. So uh, we had our first taste of that on March 4th. Uh, It was, uh, it was very, you know, it was electric. It was, it was a communal experience for those that haven't been to a soccer match before. They're singing, chanting, banging drums. Everybody participates and, uh, it's going to be a bit colder tomorrow night, but we're excited to do it again.
0: That's Matt Seebeck, the Chief Experience Officer of St. Louis City SC with my Nothing Impossible co-host, Travis Sheridan, and I. Nothing Impossible, our weekly show about St. Louis innovation, airs 7 p.m. on Sunday nights on KMOX and often feeds into the news then on Monday morning on Total Information AM. Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Calhoun. Subscribe to STL All Local on the Odyssey app and have a safe weekend. Happy St. Patrick's Day.